This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And we are not doing a streaming service show no (laughs) it's been a long time yeah that's so weird yeah i mean that's i didn't realize that that's where most of the new tv has been oh you know what i did notice that when we put it on and i was like there's only one episode up like when we we watched (laughs) it on demand right right um (sighs) we are watching filthy rich on fox not fox plus or fox just straight old network. I'm trying to think of something else. Yeah. Just on TV, like the old days. Uh, although <laughs> I did see it was like available on Fox and Hulu. So right. I, <laughs> you can still stream it. We did not. Yeah. We've just been doing like Netflix and Hulu and HBO, fuck, uh, whatever it's called. HBO Plus now. Max. HBO Plus Max. Um, and Peacock. We did a lot of Peacock shows. Yeah. But it's fall, and there's actually a couple new shows out. Yeah. <laughs> there's really not that many. <laughs> I wonder if there's shows that, like, networks were going to be like, no, this show's not going to make it. And, like, now they're like, well, let's just put it out. You know uh, what I mean? Like, I don't no, know how much I, that happens. Well, maybe already produced shows, but, like, right. I've seen shows that have good ratings and have already been renewed get canceled now. Right. After the fact. I've been, I've been posting a few on our Instagram because of COVID, like everything's just taking too long. Everything's more expensive for whatever reason. Well, I think what a lot of shows that are in production or movies, basically, I think they have to completely quarantine. So they have to get like, I think everyone has to get tested and then they have to keep them in a hotel and like they have to stay there for the duration. They yeah. can't go anywhere else. I think I read that like, I want to say maybe Tom Cruise rented out a cruise ship is that right was it tom cruise someone someone rented out a cruise ship because they didn't want the movie like the production to stop and the cruise industry is probably like yes please yeah save us tom cruise (laughs) well they weren't making any money literally done uh so also when we pulled this up on our tv it was the third option for filthy rich the first one was some old show with like 30 something episodes. And oh, yeah. the second one was the Jeffrey Epstein documentary, Filthy Rich. <laughs> oh, is that what that's called? Yeah. Oh. And then this one. Never the, made the connection. The new show, Filthy Rich on Fox, starring Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Now, where do you know her from? You know, I can't <laughs> remember. I think it's like Porky's. <laughs> Right? Was she? she I don't know. I think she. No, she was. I have no idea. She definitely was. Yeah, Samantha from Sex and the City. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting spunk. (laughs) Great. One time, I was at my my siblings and I. We like. I was out in the city with my siblings one time, 
we were visiting my brother and we were sitting around talking about Sex and the City and how much we loved it. And then I said that line because I always think of it. I just thought it was so funny. And my brother was like, that's like a really weird line for you to, <laughs> for you to quote. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why oh I said God. it. <laughs> I know her as Gracie Law from Big Trouble in Little China. Oh. She, she was the female lead in Big yeah. Trouble in Little China, yeah. Does she hold a special place in your heart? Uh, no, not really. Okay. But that movie does. <laughs> <laughs> so we start with... A house fire? A house fire. There's this like southern plantation house burning down. And uh, what was her name? I already forgot. I have it written down. Margaret. Yeah. Margaret, played by Kim Cattrall, exits the burning house wearing this like ostentatious red sequin dress with a big white fur around her shoulders. Yeah. And she's like exiting all calmly amidst this like insane blaze. Inferno. I mean, like- <laughs> there's no fucking way she would be it's that like close. It's like someone... Someone heated up a burrito <laughs> foil in the microwave. Oh my God. I wish that was the cold open to the show. And then she just calmly walks out. Uh. Unfortunately, that 911 would not be called because it's uh, different cities. Yeah, but. Lone Star. <laughs> yeah, Lone Star is the city. <laughs> and then we go to four months earlier. Guys, that burrito thing was a callback to our 911 Lone Star episode. Yeah, get into <laughs> it. Come on. Four months earlier, and we're introduced to the Sunshine Network, which is Margaret Monroe's baby. It's its 25th anniversary, and you know she comes down to this big crowd dressed as an angel with sparks shooting everywhere, mm-hmm. and you know she's like mouthing to the crowd like, "Oh my God, they made me do this. It's so right. embarrassing." <laughs> and her and her family her husband and her daughter and her son are having like a big fried chicken dinner at a ta- on a table on the stage mm-hmm. in front of this crowd. And then we cut suddenly to someone elsewhere who is running a porn studio, basically. Yeah. She's like walking down this hallway and like peeking into these rooms that have different like live cams set up. Mm-hmm. And her mom is also at the porn studio. I guess it's like a family, family run business. business. <laughs> uh, and she's watching Margaret and this woman comes in there and like turns it off like you gotta stop watching this stuff but we don't know why yet hmm then margaret announces they're launching sunny club which is basically amazon for hardcore christians, christians. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her son goes on like a little tirade about how you know some retailers are offering pornography next to their bleach you'll never find that on sunny club and the parents are like very clearly not pleased but are like but holding he said it back the word pornography yeah, I, I don't know I, why. I, I was not entirely clear what his motive was there. And yeah. like, because at first I thought he was like, he seemed annoyed with them, like yeah. from the beginning. So I couldn't tell if he was trying to like sabotage it, but he, I don't know. It, I, it wasn't flushed it, out very well. That, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it, that becomes a theme. Yes, there. yes. I, I think it was setting up the distrust between her and him. Yeah. Anyway, outside after this big event, they're having a party to celebrate the 25th anniversary. And the husband's like, all right, I got to go. I got to catch this flight to do whatever. And like, of course, you know, immediately like, oh, he's going to cheat on her. That's what I thought. As soon as as he said he had to take a flight somewhere. And sure enough, he's up in this plane with two hookers 
and the plane rocks and he looks out and one of the engines has blown up. Another inferno. Another, another inferno. It's like on fire. <laughs> and they start to go down and he's like, Lord, forgive this sinner. Right. Okay. You're absolved. <laughs> yeah. And now we go back to Ginger, who was the uh, porn producer. Yeah. I'll call her. And she gets served with a letter and says, um, she, she like peeks into one of the rooms and she's like, I got to go. You're in charge. And it's to this, I think it's her sister or her best friend or something. I think it was her sister. I think it's her sister. And she's like dressed in a milk milkmaid costume, like pouring milk on herself. And then the guy on the screen watching her is like also pouring milk on herself, which I thought was kind of funny. It w- that was funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, this show might be funny. Yeah, that was it. No, yep. that was the one thing. <laughs> Uh, so then back in her office, Margaret finds out that her husband had another child. Wait. Wait. Children. Whoa. Gasp. <gasps> as her lawyer is standing there, like, knowing full well that this was all going on. Oh, my gosh. So. Was he, like, a doctor or something? Like, a fertility doctor? <laughs> that's the thing. That's the first thing I thought of, too. <laughs> so didn't we just watch this show? Yeah. Almost Family. <laughs> So many callbacks today. Yeah, wow. You guys need to go back and run through our catalog real quick. <laughs> of like 130-something episodes. <laughs> so Ginger and another guy, two other guys get served. One is Jason, who uh, sells weed and CBD out of his trailer. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Antonio, who is a boxer, who has a kid of his own. And <laughs> this is where someone asks... Like, who are these people? And then it, like, hard cuts to this, like, somebody gonna raise some hell song. Yes. And we were both like, this is so network TV. Like, all of the transitions between scenes and the songs that they would play. The songs in this were so... Somebody gotta raise a little hell. Yeah. They were just so cheesy. (laughs) I can't even think of what they were now, but they were all, like obvious choices yeah yeah. you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) so margaret offers these three illegitimate children a million dollars total to go away and you know forget about this whole thing i would argue they are legitimate they're people well they didn't come from a legal marriage what what phrasing would you use i don't know i was thinking about that as i was taking notes because i didn't know what to write and I was like, I think that's just like standard phrasing that people use. Yeah, maybe but it's is it left over from probably. Yeah, like half of our language is left over. From I know. Like, I'm just yeah. saying, maybe we could try to think of something. Oh my gosh, Sa- save it for the segment later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Ginger says no way because in the father's will, which he like apparently would go back and forth on all the time. Like he would drink and get upset and be like, I need to put these kids in my will. And then he would take them out of it and back and forth. Yeah. He totally knew about them. Oh yeah. But a week before he died or a week before this plane went down, he changed it to put them back in the will. So they're all supposed to get like 5% or something. And so Ginger says, we're not taking a million dollars total. Like your family is worth billions. I think she says like 2.2 billion. And meanwhile, the network is suffering because it's been a month and Margaret hasn't been on the air. Ratings are down. And so there was this reverend guy who is like the star of the network along with Margaret, like mm-hmm. pressures her to go back on the air. So she goes on and gives this speech about family as two of the kids, Ginger and the other guy are watching from a diner. Um, oh, she was with the boxer who was 
really bad. Yeah, he like, was Like, terrible, so terrible. I know. I wanted him to be better because he was, like, so cute with his kid. Yeah. Like... Um, he wants to take the money, but Ginger... <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot how stupid these lines were. I know. She's like, you're a boxer. Doesn't that mean you fight? This is the time for you to fight. This is the first time you have real power. And I'm not talking about muscle or strength. I'm talking about real power. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Can you fucking jam this metaphor down our throats I anymore? I know. Oh, my God. It's so bad. <laughs> Then, then we see Jason, the third child, at the hospital, and he's slipping his dad CBD oil, who is in, in a coma, or something's going on. Yeah. We didn't get much more than that. Yeah. That was pretty much it. But they talked a lot about CBD oil in the show. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's, like, sponsored by some. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it has to be. That's going to be, like, one of the big lessons from this show. They're just trying to seem hip. And like connected, uh, yeah, to youth, yeah, you know, yeah. like oh CBD, all the kids are doing it. Slip it to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> know anyone in a coma? Sneak into the hospital and slip them some CBD oil. <laughs> so Margaret invites Ginger. Slip it to your dad. <laughs> slip it to your dad. <laughs> Margaret invites Ginger to a ladies' luncheon. And so she shows up in this ridiculous, like, hoop skirt and a big lady's hat. Like a southern belle. Right, right. Looks like uh, Scarlet from, what's her name? O'Hara? Johansson. Oh, okay. <laughs> I never saw Gone with the Wind, but that's what yeah. she looks like. <laughs> and, you know, she's doing it on purpose to be a jerk. Yeah, she's trying to make fun of them all. Yeah. And, you know, Margaret's daughter thinks it's hilarious. She's chatting with Ginger and they're getting along. But then Margaret gives a speech and calls up Ginger to speak about her work as an entrepreneur. Right. And she gets up there and it's a crowd of little kids, little girls that she's supposed to speak to. And she just like freezes up and she can't. Right. Because she runs a, uh, you know, porn empire. And, you know, Margaret walks her off the stage. Website, not empire, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret walks her off the stage and and says, I'm going to offer you two million and you're going to take it and you're going to get out of the city. You don't belong in civil society. Can we just stop? I don't know if this is too early to bring this up, but you mentioned the sister. Yeah. The, or the, like the daughter of Margaret. Margaret. Yeah. She's so, I couldn't figure her out. She's so weird and so bad. (laughs) Like her reactions to everyone's stuff was like, I don't know. (laughs) Amateur. Like complete amateur. So meanwhile, Margaret's son is supposed to be taking over the company after the dad passed away. But Margaret surprises him and says that he's not ready. He lacks polish. And then there's an announcement on TV at some point in the future. And Eric and his wife are watching. Eric's the son. Like, oh, oh, mom's making an announcement. She is going to give me the CEO Mm -hmm. after all. Right. But she announces herself as the new CEO of the company. Yeah, what is her deal, do you think? Is it she just can't stand not being in the spotlight or something? Yeah, like probably. why would you not I guess like the grape there is that like the dad clearly wanted it to go to him. Yes. But like so why is she Yeah, and the dad confided in the Reverend, like I really want Eric to take over soon. Right. And so the Reverend is pushing it too, because he believes in Eric, because Eric is married to his sister. <laughs> right. It's a whole web, people. It's a whole web that's, like, not, like, well-constructed. Mm. The spider's gonna... The flies are gonna fall right through it. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Speak, if I can continue with this metaphor. Speaking of forced metaphors. <laughs> then Margaret invites all of the kids, including the three... The three uh, half-siblings. <laughs> the three half-siblings. I just wanted you to come up with another phrase. That worked. Uh, <laughs> Although maybe that's offensive too. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no. No? I mean, I don't know. I have half-siblings and they call me their half-sibling. It doesn't yeah, I me. guess so. So they all, they all go up to the family cabin and Rose, Margaret's daughter, and Jason, the weed guy, are like very clearly being flirty with each other, especially her to him. Yes. And she like has a crush on like attracted to him immediately when she sees him. Yes. Yeah. Like the first scene, she like gives like a little like, <laughs> like shy. Yeah. And I'm like, this is weird. They share a parent. Right. They're half siblings. And the next scene, like they're flirty again. And then when they go to the cabin, they're outside on the porch together and he kisses her on the lips to like make a move on her. Yes. What the fuck? Why is this in a fucking show? Well, this is like that other fucking show that was on Fox that we watched. Almost Family? Almost Family. Where she thinks she banged her brother? Yeah. (laughs) But she didn't. (laughs) I know, but it was going there. It was weird. It's just weird. Yeah, it's weird. So at dinner, Margaret offers them $6 million, but they have to sign NDAs and not talk about this at all. Mm -hmm. So still, Ginger declines and says, we should get 5% like we we were promised in the will. That's $30 million. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she has like Rose looking up to her now. And later in her room, she gets um, a letter delivered from the family lawyer who we see in a couple different scenes. And... (laughs) The letter is so short, like it's two sentences. Mm-hmm. He, he says, like you know, he he wrote this right before he died. He said he you know he he couldn't not have you in his life, and so it's this like <laughs> giant script letter. Yeah, and like not only is it short, like it's so cliche. Like whatever you think would be the laziest way to write this letter, that's what was in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then. Eric is about to reveal this secret, this family secret on TV as Margaret's watching from like the booth and she like hits a button at the last second that goes to a commercial and cuts him off and she like runs out there and the reverend threatens her and says like, I'm, I'm going to tell everyone the secret if, if you don't make Eric CEO. And then we flash back to Ginger sitting with this letter from her father, just like staring at the letter, reading it again and again. She's on the phone with someone. She's distracted because she just can't take her eyes off this letter, <laughs> which like I get like it's her dad who's like always ignored her. Maybe she thinks now he finally cares about her. Yeah. It's like one line. Right. There's nothing interesting about the letter. There's no way you could possibly still be reading it. You've read it a hundred times by now because it's so short. I just thought it was funny. Then she accidentally reveals to her mom that she's enjoying her time there and really starting to like these people. Um, But then she realizes that if her dad was lefty, which her mom told her she was, he was, because she's lefty. This is the dumbest. (laughs) I hate when shows do this. It is the stupidest way to get to a conclusion. The worst possible way. She's looking at it. She's like, wait a second. I'm left-handed, and my mom said I always got that from my dad. <laughs> and I know what every left-handed person writes like, so I know that this was written by a right-handed person. Well, it was in pen, and it would be smudged if it was lefty. Well, maybe he has some fancy quick-drawing pen. They make those for lefties. 
<laughs> it was, it was so, so dumb. stupid. Was she some handwriting expert? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's what she went to school for. And so she realizes this wasn't written by her father after all. And so she confronts Margaret, who more or less admits to writing it or just doesn't deny it. Mm-hmm. And she tells her off and she says, I don't want any of your money. And she also reveals that her mom like was with her dad for a year for a year she's like oh you think that you know you're just with you know the result of like 10 minutes of my husband's pleasure right right no they were together for a year yeah and ginger goes to a reporter that like they set this up like very very quickly earlier on yeah uh, to so reveal, just, people have so much interest in this family. <laughs> There's a reporter hanging around their hotel yeah. or something. So odd. So she goes to reveal all this at a press conference, but when she arrives, Margaret's already there, giving a big, big press conference and telling the press about the three kids. So she beat her to the punch. One step ahead. But just then, Ginger's mom and sister show up. Mm. Who's running the porn site? <laughs> Who's in charge? The milk guy. They hired the milk the guy. Milk guy. Then, the final scene of the pilot, we get an overhead shot of burning wreckage in a swamp in Louisiana. And as we pan down, we see a couple of dead bodies in the water and the father lying face up and his eyes dramatically open. (laughs) When this first happened, I'm like, has he been there this whole time? (laughs) (laughs) And then we flash to him in a bed with an older woman and he asks if this is hell, and she goes, no, it's Louisiana. And that was the pilot <laughs> to Filthy Rich. Best ending. Let me just say, everyone knows this already, there's no fucking way you're surviving that plane crash. Yeah, I mean, there was, wasn't a scratch on him. It wasn't like they were just taking off or something. They were like flying at full altitude, and an engine blew up, and they nosedived, and crashed. And, and by you. And he's just lying in the water and lives? Right. Anyway. What happened to the women? Were the women, did they have the, show their dead bodies? I thought so. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Because I was like, where are the women? But I guess they just. And then the previews for like upcoming episodes show like someone wanted Eugene dead, the dad. So like, I'm sure there's going to be some foul play with the plane. Yeah. Maybe it was the reverend. Maybe. Do you think it was the reverend? I mean... He really wants Eric to be CEO. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's who it was. Maybe it was Eric. If the reverend... The sister's too dumb to pull that off. (laughs) She could not have done that. She's too busy trying to hook up with her half-brother. Oh, my God. Ah. She reminded me of, like, a Hallmark, like, Christmas movie, like... When we do our Christmas movie episode. Yes, totally. That's what she reminded me of. Yeah. She was not good. Also promised was plenty of drama between Margaret and Ginger. Lots and lots of drama. Mm-hmm. We, we see her like hanging up porn, giant porn posters in the city yeah. and whatever else. So what did you think of Filthy Rich? Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> it was, this was not good. No. I honestly, I like this role for Kim Cattrall. Sure. Um, I thought she was good. Yeah, yeah, she was fine. So I'm not bothered by any of that. It was just so Fox. Yes. 
it was just <laughs> they it's like they they churn them out they just like punch in a bunch of numbers right right and out comes the, the show this is <laughs> this is if you taught an ai or you had an ai watch a bunch of fox shows <laughs> yes. and then said write a fox show about god and this would be it you don't even have to say that because it's an enough fucking fox shows that's true and like incest i guess <laughs> <laughs> and like the husband's well, that's cheating where the ai kind of got it wrong right. they didn't quite understand and rich people and the husband's cheating and backstabbing and, and family drama porn it was so bad. <laughs> so, so bad. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't the worst pilot we've ever watched. Certainly not. I did say there was that one funny scene. But man, there were some fucking strange choices in this show. The brother and the sister kissing. The way they did the dad at the end. I was like, as soon as they showed that, I was like, you have to be kidding me. There's no way this guy, this guy is still alive. After his... It's just that... Like a show like this, what was the show we watched with um, uh, Danny um, McBride? That's his name, right? Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones, okay. So like a similar feel with like... Yeah. um, A rich... In that they're like running this like Christian like network. They have this like very famous like TV evangelicals. Yes. But that show took that content and like made it funny and ridiculous. Yeah. This show took that same content and made it dumb. Like just so <laughs> dumb. Like it's not that this that this topic can't be done well. Sure. You know, it's yeah. just like they were so lazy about all of it and it took itself too seriously. We're obviously now I know Danny McBride on HBO is much different than like the, a show on Fox, but like this took itself too seriously. Yeah. It wasn't like silly and crazy enough. Not that it was trying to be a serious show, but like I mean, it didn't have like the, the yeah, fu- but it wasn't it was, funny. It was trying to be pretty serious. Like it was really pushing the drama. I mean, yeah, every, like obviously Margaret Eric, the son, Ginger, everyone was so over the top dramatic. Yeah. And not just the characters and the actors' choices, but the way it was written was dramatic. And they had like that one moment of levity with the milkmaid thing, which I thought was funny. They needed like a little bit more you of that. You keep going back to that milkmaid. Yeah, that was a really great milk scene. all over herself. Yeah, let me look that up, actually. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't really have other moments like that. After that, it was just no. really serious and dramatic. I think they were putting a lot of that on the daughter and she didn't deliver. Like, I feel like some of her stuff was supposed to be funnier. Oh, I don't know. I what guess it was supposed to if, be. She if was so, not good. if so, that was a failure. Yeah. yeah she was I mean, good. she was bad. The son was bad. The, like we said, the boxer son was really bad. Yeah. Um, th- there were a couple, like you said, Kim Cattrall was good. Yeah. I could see the Reverend being good in this like quasi bad guy role, like the antagonist maybe ginger is good i i couldn't really i couldn't tell i couldn't tell much she wasn't terrible she seemed like network but it was just like so like overly dramatic all of her lines like the writing wasn't great so it's like yeah you know we say that all the time it's like what do they have to work with sometimes i don't know i mean to jump ahead here i'm not gonna watch more to find out nor am i yeah 
we still have teenage bounty hunters to catch up on. (laughs) So that that episode just came out last week. And Elizabeth and I have watched uh, more episodes of Teenage Bounty Hunters. We have have prioritized that over Lovecraft Country, Battlestar Galactica, 30 Rock... What else? Pen fifteen came out. We didn't. We didn't watch yeah, it. Well, I'm not worried about that. We'll get around to that. Yeah. Teenage Bounty Hunters is really funny. I know it's so good. I love it. Here's the thing, like you know, it's about these girls and their lives and the drama, and then the other half of the show is about them becoming these bounty hunters and their bail officer that they're working with. Mm-hmm. The. <laughs> When they're like chasing these skips, it's so dumb. Like they're they're going after a suspect and like just sitting in a parking lot, like outside their cars, like at the site where they think this person's going to show up. Right. I'm like, shouldn't you guys be hiding? <laughs> they're know? so bad at it. Not, not even just them. There was a scene where like uh, some other people find out and show up at this parking lot. Yeah. All right, you guys can try a little bit harder than this. But it doesn't really bother me just because the show is so well written and funny. Yeah. But there are like some like lazy things like that in it. But it's very funny. Teenage Bounty Hunters on Netflix. Do we think Filthy Rich will get a second season? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think, yeah, I think even for Fox, it's it was pretty, pretty lazy. Yeah, it was pretty bad. All right. That's all I have to say about that. With that, do we want to do... We're just a couple of dopes who watch TV, but there's also important stuff happening in the world. Yeah, I think we should. All right. Uh, for our previous segments, you can go onto Instagram and follow the hashtag WJCDWWTVBTAISHW. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so bad. But that was good. Thanks. You did that really well. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. We want to remind everyone to register to vote. Yes. There's not much time left. So make sure you're registered. We don't know the deadlines for every state, but in New Jersey, it's October 13th. Yes. So make sure you're registered. Educate yourself on the issues. Register to vote and then fucking vote. (laughs) Right. And we can't, you know, we won't tell you who to vote for. Obviously, I think every American should exercise their right to vote. But, like, if you're going to vote for Donald Trump, like, maybe don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> all right. Anything else on Filthy Rich? No, I have nothing else to say. Wow. We almost weren't here. We almost didn't make it here because I ran over um, our cable cord. <laughs> With the rototiller. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth was tilling up our garden in our front yard, and we decided to do just one more strip. Yeah. One more strip along the sidewalk here. Let's do that. (laughs) And our cable got snipped in twain. Two days. Snipped in twain. Snipped in twain? (laughs) (laughs) Snipped in twain. (laughs) (laughs) It's combining a couple different things there. Yeah. Anywhere. <laughs> Were you thinking of Dwayne Wayne? Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can go on to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. 
And please go on to Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this, subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Thank you, Beats. Goodbye. Bye.